today I am welcoming somebody who's going to talk to us about creativity, consciousness, about being self-aware. I'm welcoming Michael Magruch, Austrian-Californian, human-focused, human-centered creativity and art-focused consciousness expert. Hi, Michael. Hi, Zorina. Good to see you in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you on the, on the show today. Michael, what is that what you're doing creativity consciousness educator uh, creativity awareness, awareness. Educator. so uh we what, what we are we, humans uh, are i saw that i wrote a book my last book the smart of art i wrote that where i said why are 97 to 99 percent of artists poor around the world so it's not just oh in vienna they're rich but in america they are poor or whatever it's all over the world it goes around and the I, saying poor and yeah. poor and is not poor as yes not. yeah yeah it's it's the starving artist the whole system and i said yeah. i need to solve that because this is insane you know i can't i can't do and i found out while i wrote it i said oh there's two things there's the art product and there's the art creation and i learned so much because i was a sick child and i'm neurodiverse extreme neurodiverse and I learned everything about life through creating art or listening to art, you know, but mostly of creating. I got my self-esteem, self-awareness, because even if they say, you know, oh, Serena, your podcast is the best right now, but tomorrow it's going to be something else. But it's the achievement that doesn't count anymore in systems that you actually made a podcast. Nobody can take that away from you. But today is more important how successful you are, how many likes you have. And even if you don't get money, you need to have the likes and, and to, to turn the likes into money. And nobody cares about your achievement. It's how much you are liked by another human being or by, by systems or whatever. And I think we lose ourselves in that because we are creator animals. We, you know, we don't swim as good as a fish. We don't uh, fly as high as an eagle but we can create. And for that creation, this is my theory, we have to be self-aware. So we are not really better than animals or, you know, uh, I mean, often you see the animals are smarter than we. When the tsunami hit in, in Japan, no animal was killed, but a lot of humans. So we need to find that, we need to, first of all, say we are species of nature and we can't forget that. And we created all these man-made systems, countries, cities, New York, Singapore. Uh, we created companies, Apple, McDonald's, you know, uh, uh, Google. We, we created all these, these things. But the hap what happened is we lost ourselves because we looked at this and say, oh, my God, we created this. And all of a sudden, it wasn't us. It was New York is bigger than a person. Google is bigger than a person. No, it was all created by humans. It shows us how I think, but it somehow, there's nobody's fault. This is not a blame or, 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 or who's right and wrong. I just want, that's why I say I'm a creativity awareness educator because humans are creator animals. And the first superpower I define as creativity, creating a podcast, creating a painting, whatever. The art is the highest form because you have no, you don't want to create a better iPhone or better something. So there's no context. 
you just create get a white canvas or here silence and say okay this is the tone that i want to give or you you know you think oh this is the the, the canvas I'm going to paint on this, you know, in blue. And then I add some green to it and then yellow and stuff. And so you have a conversation with your unconscious self, with your with your non-physical self, not non-physical. And because you have an intuition to make a podcast, right? And then you say, okay, I'm going to try it. And then how can I make this better? How is it more? And And you constantly change it because it's never the same. You know, what you did a year ago is different than what you're doing now. You're constantly recreating, creating, and more finding more out how you can manifest your essence, Zarina's essence, into this podcast. Uh, just as, as you're giving this example, I'm thinking how specifically our creativity is sometimes driven by the requirements of already um, technology-created systems. So, for example, yeah. I may have to ad adapt my YouTube channel or my podcast, not because of my creativity sometimes, yeah. but because it's required by the change in technology. Yeah. 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 That, and, and we have to see that, for example, we had perfect phones, right? With the landline. Mm -hmm. We understood each other. We picked up the risk. That was very, that was technology for humans. Mm -hmm. This rings, you pick it up, you talk. Now it, you have to flip a thing, you have to do this, you have to that. So we constantly adapt and that doesn't help either because what you just mentioned was very good. It's like, we have to adapt to technology. We say, why can't we create technology that is human adapt? I'm not against systems. Mm -hmm. Why can't we create a, 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 any state or any uh, thing that is actually human adapt where people love to go to work? Not that they, they say, I have to go through all these system things. Then, then in one year, I'm going to get a salary. Then I get, you know, this, this constantly being in the future doesn't help either right. because you're not enjoying the moment. And all of a sudden you look and oh my God, I, 15 years I wasted for this. I mean, this is not only in a marriage, this is in anything. It's just like, oh my God, why do they do this? Why? Why? That's so wrong. You know, that's not that doesn't work. It's not wrong. There's no wrong and right in humanity. There's no lazy either. You know, so that's why I say always look at, at the solution in in in, in nature, because in, in nature we'll always give you a solution. The yeah. ant and the elephant are not different in nature because they are existing. That's the proof enough that they're worthy. They wouldn't exist. So they never have to think, am I worthy? Is the elephant better? But in systems, in system value, the elephant is more. It has ivory, is bigger, has meat, has all this stuff. And an ant doesn't. So unless somebody invents something where ant becomes more expensive. But that is still, that's that's a, 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 a man-made system uh, relevance. Uh, monopoly, you can't play without play money. And still, you know, 40% of our workforce in the world has to live with $5.50 a day. So it's a constant lack. Financial print, money is great. Financial principles are faulty because we created them and they're, they're not adapted. Mm -hmm. Financial principles have to adapt to this time. We have to change that, that system to get to these times and make them human adapt because right. it's, it's, Every system that we have, every government, every company is based on financial principles. Mm 
yeah. Currently, systems and they're flawed. Serving systems. And they're flawed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So you've you've made this uh, realization. It, that makes absolute sense. You know, we're we're serving systems in the hope that they will serve us, but we keep rolling these dice and systems are serving systems serving systems yeah um so as an individual that has realized this what impact can you have on overall systems i mean yeah you educate people one by one yeah. by one but but how do we bring this to a larger audience or how does humanity actually come to this realization and change i think serena the the stuff happens automatically we are just a valve of the consciousness because you see all the systems. I mean, why do you get that when I say it? Because I Michael, I don't understand what you're saying. You get it right away. It just comes before, it just comes through us, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 that's why all the things is crumbling because we can either choose to have more wars, more crisis, more pandemics, or we can say, bullshit, let's talk on a podcast. And that's why I think podcasts are so valuable because people need natural discourse which is the second superpower so creativity first second super is is human discourse not systemic i'm right and you are wrong my party is better than yours uh i have the, the bigger audience than you that is completely irrelevant when you and i talk we're exchanging we're relating that's why you have archetypally you go to the campfire right mm -hmm. you ch you share dishes and you, you share dishes and stories. Yeah, That's the human thing. And I never want this to die. And podcasts are a big help that because people don't want to hear systemic talk. They don't want to hear systemic news that are made for the masses. Right. They want to mm -hmm. hear just people regular people. people. Yeah, mm -hmm. regular people talking. And not it, it is irrelevant. If I have a doctorate, I have no education. Serena, I have no education because I couldn't understand it. I was so neurodiverse. And... I think, I think, uh, but education you, is also a system made to serve. I know I work on, I work on two educational systems, new ones, uh -huh. where it's actually about, um, there's team sports, the, the masculine, and there's team art creation. And then there is to tend to an animal, a non physical, a non human living being. So that gets you in touch with your, like when you have a dog, it gets right. you in touch with your humanity, it keeps you mm -hmm. in your humanity. So use your senses because you can't talk to the animal. I mean, you can, but you cannot have a language, the same language. Yeah. So, and then, um, and then, uh, yeah. And then awareness, because it's not the knowledge, it's the awareness. So when people say, Michael, with Serena, what should I do? I, I saw this. I said, you don't have to do anything. Just listen to it. And use your own essence to either discard that information or use it and implement it in you. Because we are 8 billion people that are all different. Different fingerprints, different eyes, different DNA. Mm -hmm. There is no normal. But it becomes more you and me together that we are more powerful. And we, we find our own strengths. Even if you're the worst person to me, in that I find my own strengths. Mm -hmm. You know, I get into so so the interaction is very important. Also, and the third superpower is is uh, adaptability. We adapt constantly. I mean, the fact that you and I talk 
you know, uh, we have to adapt. I mean, you're from this country, I'm from that country, I'm living in another, you live in another, and we all adapt all these 10 different things between you and me, but we can adapt. We can adapt and, and have a communication to each other. And that's why human dialogue is so important. Mm -hmm. What do we do then with the whole development in AI and where the things are heading? They seem to be going out of control. There's war, mm -hmm. there's... What do you? What's your opinion on I'm, that? I'm writing a big article about it, and it's going to be part of my next book. I'm not afraid of AI. I'm afraid of people not recognizing that we are created animals. Because because why do you think so many of people are bored? You have never had more stuff, and it's not about whatever we have seen or experienced, we are uninterested in, in it. You know, we are not interested in it. So it's like you have, it's the first time, the first time you have intercourse, the first time you have something. It's the first time therein is the power. And that's why creativity is so, and art is so beautiful because it shows you always a new perspective. And I think AI is just, technology is built on, all systems and technology is a system. I copy a copy of success. Every system wants to say, nobody gives you a job and say, give me a, a $10 million. They want to see you've done 20 companies and you are successful with 18 and then they give you money. But if the 18 were the last two, we are not, we're failing. They're not going to give you the money. So it's, it's all, we trust each other. We have five senses. But through the system, we don't touch uh, trust each other. AI is going to just make a lot of copies, make life easier, but also it makes it more convenient. And what the convenience, when technology gives you convenience, you get addicted to the convenience. Mm -hmm. And that's why the human... See, if you use the convenience and if you use systems... You can do everything. You just be, keep aware. Tell your kids, hey, this is what we created to serve us, not that we sacrifice ourselves. No sacrifice. Stop sacrifice. So, you know, life is painful for every living being. It's not perfect, but it is, it's a beautiful experience. So in nature, you don't have perfect food. You don't have perfect shelter all the time. But it's always a challenge. And it, like human, we have always a challenge. I have to adapt to you. I have to talk to you. Uh, uh, you tell me something I don't like. Uh, then I have to reflect. So it's always a truth. So it's not what systems tell you. Serena, this is, you know, it should be sunny every day. And if it's not, I'm selling you a Ferrari, a face job, or a pill and if you're not happy then we buy you uh, give you a lamborghini a new jewelry and this and if you're then still not then it's something wrong with you so ultimately you're always shamed because you're not adapting to the system and be happy with a ferrari you can't be happy with a ferrari a ferrari after a year is like a, a old fiat you know it's just it's not it, a car it's just a car it's not even anything thing so the ferrari is not always doing that the face job makes you look good but you don't feel good you look everybody looks at oh my god you're so 
hot and all this stuff. But if you don't feel good, you know, it doesn't, the fulfillment is the key. It's, it's our feedback loop. So if the people want to say, what, what should I do? Now I know all this stuff, what should I do? Understand that success is a lack. So success, you have a goal, you hit the goal in the first quarter, you have to start from zero again. It's constantly like it has a little, gives you a little bit of uh, uh, fulfillment, and then you go back into, okay, tomorrow I have to get up again. You know, so fulfillment is that you enjoy like our talk, that you enjoy the interaction. That's why you do it. You, I mean, it's a fulfillment because nobody makes money with podcasting. But it's the human fulfillment that you have having a discourse with meeting a new person and, and talking to each other. And what is a fulfillment? People say, what is fulfillment? After a union with another human, you have an orgasm. And the, right afterwards, right afterwards is that feeling because that's the best explanation or metaphor for the feeling that you can connect with it. It's just like everything, the world is okay. Just, you know, it's not an hour later when you start mentalizing already, was that good, right? On all the system crap comes in. Mm -hmm. But right after that, and 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 you can't fight a system because it's the tribe. It's the awareness. It, it will change automatically. It, it's not, I, I changed the world. No, it just comes through me. I When I was 50, I hit the wall till I was 50. Get it through. My system successes were absolutely not uh fulfilling i mean i was city arts commissioner i was uh, worked with robert evans who did the godfather i, I created uh you know co-created a movie with him and all my the, the books the, the books the, the product wasn't the thing the writing of the book that's mm -hmm. why i say it's the moment milk the moment mm -hmm. and your life is changing the outcome you have no you have no power over the outcome our episode could be the best episode ever or it could be never even looked at, or it could be in a year, or the next generation finds it. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. So, so this this whole uh, section here that you talked about kind of derived from uh, adaptability, and the the conclusion that there or the comparison that I could uh, draw was that adaptability in nature is okay, but adaptability to systems is actually. Not okay. Although in both cases you need adaptability in adaptability. In the first case, Wonderful. to survive. In the second yeah. case, for something else. And um, I also remember I was watching a, a very famous biologist who actually talked about um, exactly this uh, survival process and how it pro uh, it prolonged our lives because of the lack of food at all times. You know, back in the day, theoretically, because. Yeah. This constant search for survival makes you more creative. So, so I guess exactly the, the lack of comfort makes you more creative and prolongs your life. It's actually good for you, the lack of comfort. Yeah, not, not from system. So when the lion hits a gazelle, right? Mm -hmm. And the lion doesn't hit a gazelle, all the gazelles. So he has for two weeks, he has, or for a year, he has food. He hits one gazelle. Yeah. He's satisfied. The, the gazelle, the other gazelle is a hundred meters right right next to him in, an hour later because she knows the guy is, she adapts. She knows that he's not hungry. Mm -hmm. So she keeps grazing, right? 
100 meters further, she's crazy and is in peace because she knows that he's full. He just ate a gazelle. Yeah. So the adaptability, this is so great that you said that because the, the, the adaptability in nature is to create balance. The highest mm. power, what is the biggest power in nature? Balance. And it should be for humans too because we are part of nature. Right. But since all systems are based on financial principles, not money, financial principles, and they are outdated and they need to be redone, we always have a lack. And therefore, we always feel there's always going to be imbalance because that is such a faulty system, the financial system. It creates imbalance. Mm -hmm. It creates imbalance. You know, it's, 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 uh, shoveling around you know the richer get richer the poorer get poorer but not because they're mean people yeah. it's just a system is when you have when like i said when 40 percent of working people make five dollars fifty a day and they have to make enough money to have five dollars fifty a day you can't put anything away you can't you can't like it's you know everybody says put a little bit away put it away you will come from a you know when there's no you can't put stuff away you can that is sacrifice you're sacrificing that you can put something away and that is putting you in a stress situation mm. now in nature you have stress because the lion doesn't find a gazelle and he has to stretch and find till he gets one he has to better search you know see where sick gazelles are see where weak gazelles, little gazelles he has to check it out in 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 uh, and then that makes him better but in system obviously the creativity always but do you give up for example there's no laziness in in nature the line is lazy there's no laziness yeah but in systems uh there's laziness that's a, that's saying you are not producing for the system this is it doesn't even exist in the thing and often what I found when I worked with lazy, you know, with a lazy issue, I found that human gave up. They just said, I can't. Because I was so close of giving up uh, just before 50. Mm. I'm not giving up, not killing myself. But right. I said, I screw it all, you know. Mm. And, and then I got it with the system and the humans. And when I, and then I saw, oh, art saved my life. Art creation saved my life because... When I was 30, I, I figured out, oh, my God, all my jobs were art creation. I sold tapes out of my trunk. I was DJ. I was fashion show producer, advertising company. I I, I did all these creative stuff. And I said, oh, my God, this helped me through. I mean, you know it. When you're 16 or so, you listen to a song. It changes your life. Or watch a movie. You're ready to jump off the roof. And you watch that. So it's an extremely power. And what it reminds you of, that we are one, that we are inclusive. We are not separate, you know? Mm -hmm. And we are not a different gender. And it started when systemically we separated woman and man. It's a system thing. And then women had to fight through the system to get equality. It will never be. We have to talk to each other and get the awareness to see women and men as equal. I mean, and it's funny because women are more at at more adapt to live the life physically on on earth and in systems than men are so it's completely re reversed we are all humans and we need each other 
if you believe it or not, you know, it's just, we, we, you know, and I always say that's, that's the, the example uh, on fifth Avenue, you walk and you see the beggar yeah. and you see the people walking on the other side of the street, walking around him. They see this homeless person. Oh my God. Uh, Want to talk to him, give him money. So if this one homeless person, this loser of systems that has no system value affects all these people. The saddest thing is he doesn't know that he affects all the people and the people don't know that he affects them because the people all help him and engage with him because engaging, I think also is looking away mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because, because he, they know systemically that can be tomorrow, you know, 60% of uh, Americans live paycheck at paycheck. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's different in Europe. The social system is a little better, but I don't think it's it, it's better in Europe. And so we have gotten to the end of systems. We can we have to m- m- let go of the old system, create new systems that human adapt, or adapt the the ones that can be adapted, adapt them to be human relative, and not just saying, you know, I say, if a system can define what's normal, then the then we have something to 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 guide us on to adapt, but it doesn't say what's normal. It just says rules, regulations, and culture. In this culture, you have to do this. In this, so people come home, they have their culture, they have their family. That's their culture. Then they go into school. That's another culture. Then they go adapt to, and that costs so much energy, life force. Mm-hmm. And then they go to work. That's another culture. Then they go to church. Is another culture. Because you always adapt, dress, and do all. You're constantly adapting to static systems. That's the stuff. It's a static system. It's not. Nature is fluid. It's always balanced. Balance, balance, balance. Where can I balance? It's the perfect system. Just look at the system. Have science. Have all these things. Look at nature. Not thinking, oh, we can do it better. Right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, 37 uh, DNA markers. But that the mitochondria has 23,000. And you don't, you know, it's so much deeper uh, nature and it's so much wiser. Uh, you know, they have the systems. I'm not against system at all. I'm just saying, be aware why we created systems. And we created systems to serve us, to serve the people that created the systems, not the people that didn't create the system. Yeah. Well, when you're talking about um, what is normal, the, the first thing that came to mind was the misassignment of this word during the pandemic when they called it the new normal, the normalization of how people are supposed to act and what they're supposed to do. Um, So so this was all the misdirection of the normality, what is normal. And it makes me think of um, uh, the human rules. uh, uh, They're the uh, the natural laws, the, the natural human laws. Because in one of the rules of natural human laws is that uh, the, you cannot sacrifice even one person. So the the exactly um, yeah. that mean, but but you can also what was it again? So so for example, if if they would ask me to uh, trespass my boundaries so that I can save somebody else this is a violation of human law yeah Yeah. so so there is no trespassing of personal boundaries 
for the behalf of somebody else. Yeah, but, but unless you choose so, unless you unless you choose so, Zorina. If you say yes, unless I choose you know, so, exactly. If you say my love, my kid, my child, mm -hmm. you know, and you say, I, you know, I, I, I have to, you know, I have to give him a kidney, you know, mm -hmm. that is, that is your choice, right? In, in, that there is no natural law that says you have to do that, right? And, but it, because it all revolves around free will, and exactly this is what the systems are. Um, they're not. They're, they're covering it up. They're mitigating it. It's as if you. It. It seems that you're free, but actually we are taking your free will and giving you some fake thing. Yeah, we give you. We give you an iPhone. That's that's it. And that's not. And then you get a addicted because the the thing is um, a system. I wanted to say this. A system cannot fix a human problem. Mm. And the 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 human problems sixty. Uh, 60 to 90% of, of human problems are created by systems. Mm -hmm. So the, our way to heal that is to talk to each other in a podcast, for example, mm -hmm. uh, or talk, meet people. Obviously, it would be better if you and I met. You know? yeah. mm -hmm. That would be a, a, a better thing. But this is still good. Using technology to talk to each other, to communicate to each other. Uh, and the reason why all the kids are on, on phones, because you want to belong. Right. Remember when we were kids, we were, you know, to this group, to that group, to the the, the rascals, to, to the good girls, to the, you know, and, mm -hmm. and we, we hung up because we are driven by DNA to belong. Exactly. We are driven to have sex between, I think, 14 and and 28. I think women are the most uh, good to, to bear children. That then ends. That doesn't mean you don't have sex, but it ends. Mm -hmm. The inclusiveness never ends. You have from the day you're born to the day you die, you uh, always have that uh, that feeling of belonging to somebody. Even if you're alone with your dog, you belong to your dog. And you, they've made research where the people talk to themselves. So you're never alone. You are a hurt animal, even if you're alone. In prison, how can you, yeah. you know, you start praying, you're talking to it. That's we. We always are herd animal, and we are not better or worse. We are different. See, why can't we say he's better? Who is different? Okay, let him be different. Yeah. You know, I'm. Um, I'm talking about neurodiversity. I'm an advocate for neurodiversity, and I say the great. And now the system wanted define. It's a superpower. That's not a superpower. It's like being a woman is not a superpower or a power. Can mm -hmm. be the weak, what whatever. Is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it is what it is. Uh, if you are that race, you are that race. If you you know, it it, it yeah. just is that way. And uh, and I wanted to always say, yeah, you no, know, we all belong together, and we have to help each other to find who we are. Because mm -hmm. you help me finding who I am, and just by that talk, and I've helped you to find who you are, boy. And that's why this that's is true. priceless. It's the clarification that's why... of the way you think, of the way you perceive. Yeah, yeah. You're relating, mm -hmm. and you can you can disagree. It's okay. Oh, you can say, "Oh, that's bullshit." I, I think, but I trust that that it is okay that you disagree. Mm -hmm. So, because systems say, "No, no, it has to be right or wrong, good or bad." Yeah. Uh, um, you know, uh, this classification that, and then when stereotypes happen, this is the sad thing that people don't see. Then it becomes that when the father is a racist, the son becomes a racist. 
because the father believes it so strongly because his father was a racist mm -hmm. or was a you know womanizer or uh, she was you know a bad person or whatever and it just becomes that self-propelled bettering because our third superpower remember adaptability we don't know that our habitat is nature mm -hmm. uh, when have you last heard to say we are an animal of nature we are a, a species of nature you hear that perhaps in biology one time we are always number first uh, uh, you know uh, 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 a species of nature that yeah. is a creator animal it can create its own habitat but it's still an artificial habitat because any habitat could be very uh, nature-like but it but but it is not nature you know that i mean you you go in the a zoo it's not you know, when they they don't have the sunlight, the, the, the lions lose their hair, you know, uh, because it's not nature. Well, I, I last read this recently, actually, last week in a book uh, about, it's a fiction, fictional book about artificial intelligence, but it, it was about the definition of consciousness and how we define it. And uh, until now, animals have always been defined as non-conscious beings, yeah. like, uh, but but the question is, how do we know they're not conscious? How do we know exactly. they don't have the sense of self-perception like we define them to? Or yeah. uh, what is the level of consciousness where you put the cut and, the, and, you, and you say, below this level, there is no consciousness because everything <laughs> is conscious. You know, exactly. a glass, a tree, every, there's everything. Yeah, exactly. I'll give you a good example for this. You know, they have still not found out uh, how water comes from a tree hundred meters up to the leaves right mm -hmm. against gravity right science cannot replicate it but you as a human understand it it's it you don't need to have it replicated but you understand it is a living being it takes the water brings it up and brings it into the leaf and the science that gets a lot of theories mm -hmm. but it can't and when can we surrender that nature knows better actually a matter of fact they now uh all the science all over discovers also that nature is always right it's always right it's never wrong it doesn't make mistakes mm -hmm. even if people thought that was a mistake that that forest burned they find now that was absolutely right that that forest burned it's always correct even when, if it's human caused even if it's caused by no, a human caused not of course not mm -hmm. you know yeah but if it if it's natural transformation right. it always adapts and so if human do bullshit, then it adapts to bullshit, you know, mm. but then it kills the humans or it kill, the humans kill themselves. It's always us and themselves and nature goes on. Look, the dinosaurs are gone and mm. nature goes, goes on. How many civilizations? Chernobyl, look at Chernobyl, pictures of and Google on Chernobyl. It's completely overgrown. The, one of the worst mistakes we made as humans because we were careless we were so systemic and and we didn't care it's it's always a non-caring you know it's looking for money or profit versus hey we're doing good thing and we, we enjoy doing a good thing you know mm -hmm. michael do you have any close contact from time to time to people in positions of power in positions of decision making in in systems yeah i i'm a political consultant uh also and I have that, uh, but I am welcoming anybody that uh, that wants to talk to me, you know, because because I think that we don't have to 
kill the systems. We don't let it say right or wrong, but think alone the poly, the discourse, our discourse, where both people fulfilling, learning, expanding, and then think about the discourse in politics. It's completely waste. We can sit here infinity as long as we have energy to talk and talk about what is better this party or that party is red a better color or green if you get better more uh cheaper into the discussion a system all these system values you end the growth because it's not about that it's about learning and lifting our human potential in the current discourse political discourse there is zero human potential growth it's mm -hmm. all about making this crumbling system survive and everybody is the victim everybody the beggar and the and the and the billionaire mm. what do what's the biggest problem money the beggar they mean they so the people that run the systems are so afraid that they want to control. They need, there's no control in nature. You're stronger or weaker and you adapt. The stronger go, comes, you go find something else. And, and there's no, there's no uh, taken away. You know, have you seen animal fight? They don't fight forever. They go and establish the, 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 the priority and then goes on. Yeah, it's never it's never a, an endless war, a hundred year war, a thirty year war. It, it doesn't exist. It's nobody in the world wants war. N who wants war? Have you ever seen anybody other than a disturbed system leader, that or others disturbed system leaders? Our politicians cannot even think themselves out of what they are. They don't I see the humanity. Yes, I think you know? we as individuals see, like conscious individuals, see very well through the curtain, they see what the problem is, it's identified, you know, we, we know yeah. what the problem is. The question is, how do you solve it? Because as a standalone person, even as a politician, a person in power, you would be ostracized and thrown out of this system if you don't comply. So this, it's like men against the machine. The system does not accept. It will not tolerate somebody against them. It just the person will be expelled. So unless there's a majority, to overthrow it in a way, you know, that, that thinks a certain way, it will continue to perpetuate. And, and yes, we can, we can think like this on an individual level, but as long as on top, we don't reach these people on top and, you know, have them shift their way no, of no, thinking. You, 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 we, we reach them in the moment that they think, she, if you have a controlling, if I have a controlling wife, as long as I allow that controlling wife to control me, she will be in control, but she's dependent on me because she needs somebody to control. Perhaps mm -hmm. she gets another man to control. Mm -hmm. But it, it so so when you have so much control because people give you the control. Mm -hmm. I, I think a poet says once, uh, some of the poets said, I don't know who said it, if people don't go to war, there will be no wars. If people refuse to go to war, they, I mean, how can a system tell you, Serena, go and shoot another mother that right. you don't even know? Mm -hmm. You know, that is completely a human. That is completely, the, 
And this propaganda with media happens because the media doesn't make money if they say, Serena was a politician and she was doing her job. She has two kids and she has a great husband and then she retired. That's not a story for media. Mm-hmm. That is a, that only the disturbed. Yeah. She, Serena killed her two babies, cut her throat. That's a story for media. So media, normalcy, you know, human benevolence, nice, being nice to each other. Not always. You don't have to be, it's not all about love because we're always growing. So you bump into stuff, but you handle it. And we have all six senses to handle it. But that's not, that. that is not a, and, and so we all look in the, because we are so busy with system stuff. So we, we get our, our news from news. And then we get more disturbed because we think the, that the world is is like that. I had I worked for a very expensive restaurant, and I I had well you think you know money is is arrogant it's it's whatever, and I called we closed the surprise there was a surprise closing, and I called two over two hundred people. People called me back, people responded, people picked up the phone. They said, oh, my God, it was so great, this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. None of person says, why are you calling me? Mm-hmm. What is wrong? These are the things we see in media. In films, you see the wackos. Right. 200 people. Not a single person was arrogant. People called me back, left a message on my machine. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. that is the experience that I log in. Not I'm not logging in what I see on TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, humanity is really portrayed in in its worst. Worst thing. That's. Yeah. I mean, why? Uh, how bad are you? So yeah. how 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 come you exist or I exist when the world is so screwed up? Right. And yeah. we are not perfect. We're not claiming we are perfect. But I'm mm-hmm. saying, yeah, you know? we're not all villains walking around trying to kill each yeah, other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now talking about uh, killing and the war, and I, I wanted to also bring up a concept. I actually posted the questionnaire on my uh, YouTube channel, Heal and Learn, and I asked people, when people go to war, who, when, when somebody's killed uh, in a war, whose fault is it? Is it the politician's fault? Is it the one who gave the order's fault? Or is it the soldier who uh, pulled the trigger's fault? And the majority of the people answered, it is the politician who, um, who, created the situation, the war situation. And we as humans, you know, we, it's like, it seems like a normal answer, but I have uh, dug a little bit into this topic of um, um, natural law. And as a matter of fact, the one who takes the action, who um, pulls the trigger is the one who is responsible. Because if you take orders, you're submitting to somebody else's will. So in the end, you're not using your free will. And this is the biggest, so to say, sin, if there are, if there's a thing like sin in, in natural law. I, the, I, so I Why I'm saying this is because you said it's it starts from the ones who, um, from the people. So once the people do not submit to the orders yeah. given, this is when change starts happening. But But also in that example that you said, you have to understand, if I put an animal into a corner, it bites. 
if you are put in the corner that you cannot feed your family, and I give you as a soldier, I give you money, the first rule of survival in nature is to survive. So you will do everything. I mean, look at any animal, snake, or anything that you want to try to capture. It bites. It will do anything. It will kill you to survive. So that's a natural law, too. So if I can create a situation where the soldier has no money, mm. his family is dying. So when he comes down, basically, I'm systemically uh, manipulating him and say, if you don't kill him, you and your family are dead. And that's well, how people compartmentalize it. They compartmentalize it. It's not right. It's 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 not right. Because actually, it. I think what is the fault is the unawareness. The Everybody's unaware. The politician is unaware. The soldiers that go to war are unaware. Because they don't see it's not human. They are systemically, everybody in the scenario of soldiers and actually, I, I work with soldiers, and soldiers are the best people. Like artists and soldiers really work together because we are humans. There's the, you know, the, the, the soldier feels like he's the tribe protector, and he wants to protect the tribe, but not to just kill other people, but protect the tribe, the tribe is safe. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, not to kill. Who knows if we have this more country? What, what does it change? You know? Uh, and I repay... We've paid the system. So when you look at that system logic, the people that what you bring back, six generation, seven generation, the kids have, because we're adaptable, it gets in our DNA. And when you have so much trauma and you have to do through so inhumane things that happen in war, mm -hmm. you bring that back in seven generations. The kids have ADHD, the, the, the kids have uh, PTSD, uh, the people of nightmares waking up. Mm. So what you bring back from systemically is the worst thing. War is the absolutely, the money is good. But the effect on humanity is insane. Yeah. Because seven generations are, are disturbed. Yeah. You bring not only the people that you lose on both sides, but you bring all this disturbance the back. Trauma. And then you have people mm -hmm. that walk in the st street in the school shooting people up. You know? I mean, it's just, it's just it, what you bring back, what you buy with war, which is totally inhumane. It's an inhumane. Conflict is, is uh, nature, but uh, a war is a, is a prolonged way to capture what's not yours. Okay. And so, look what, uh, yeah. So so in the end, what, what we are facing now, because um, you talked about being faced with starvation. It's like the survival as the highest goal. I, mm -hmm. Although I am not quite sure about this part because, you know, if you have to kill somebody to survive, um, that's also not according to human law. Yeah. No, no, it's not. No, yeah, anyhow. So my point was the only way out of this dependency on money and on money systems um, is actually, it's been proposed by a lot of people so far and it's, the entire solution has been laid out and it is to have your own garden and to grow your own food, to be food independent. Yeah. Uh, and yet there are so many block blockages uh, still and people kind of don't, realize it they think they would have to uh, go back in time 
like to dig yeah. the ground <laughs> almost with their hands. They're, they imagine all kinds of uncivilized um, pictures, which is not the case. I mean, I encourage anybody to research, uh, I forgot what they're called, something about gardens, but anyhow, self-sufficiency through owning your own land and growing your own food. Um, it actually doesn't mean that you have to completely sever your ties from the systems, but at least it gives you some time to move away from, from it. What is your opinion on the way out of money dependency? I think, uh, first of all, you don't need to even have a garden. You can do a lot in your house. You can you cook right. in your apartment. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, just the awareness. It's about the awareness. Uh, I think, and th those people that don't want to do the grow the earth and so forth, they should eat in restaurants. It's no, it's no problem. It costs them more right. money, but so everybody should do what they want to do, mm -hmm. what how they seem fit. Uh, My point I think is, only... how can there be starvation in the world when there's so much land and the systems prevent you from using it's this owning. land? Yeah, you shouldn't own it because then yeah. there's no control. Right. The system needs to survive. And the moment when people, they, the, the, the mistake is of systemic thinking, they think humans think like systems. Mm -hmm. If you give everybody a plot of land, there will not be war. There will not be, people will not say, they will be in harmony. Look what everybody wants. Peace and quiet, sitting together with friends. And, and they don't want a Ferrari. Uh, I think everybody that dies, even the billionaires, they say, what did you want? And they say, oh my God, I wanted to buy this hotel. No, they said, I should have been with my friend. I should have talked with other human. I should have been with my animals. They're not saying, oh, I want, want to buy this. I wish I had a, a chat. I should have invested in this money in this. I think the only thing is that that's actually working. And I am not in any way political or saying the system is wrong or right. But I think one way would be that we make sure, because we're throwing away almost two-thirds of the food supply, and mm -hmm. still every day 25,000 people die of hunger, starve of hunger. Terrible. Mm -hmm. So 25,000, right? It's insane every day. Wow. So we and we throw away two thirds and not because we think we don't have the, we cannot transport it. So if the world decides, let's figure out how we transport that food or make it so it gets to the right place, it would be done. You know, if you and I put our brains together, we, we have it. Just everybody put their brains together and said, this is what we need to achieve. Uh, but we are so stressed already in the corner, in the corner, we don't have the time to sit down and, and say, oh, and then systems put us down and said, you know, we are not, we're not worthy and all this stuff because, you know, it is always the strongest. Mm -hmm. So I think if we can figure out how to adapt to like nature, how can humans be the creator animal, live in systems, but also never forget that they are part of nature and they, they, it's first about nature and them, mm -hmm. then about the system. Always system secondary, not like it is now to sacrifice for making systems stronger than anything else. That doesn't work. And we see it doesn't work. You can read it, open the newspaper. So if we can make copy nature, Right? That's that's it. So we copy nature by saying, 
we have enough money with enough resources to give everybody food, not the best food, not gourmet Michelin food, no, 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 food and a shelter. Now, if that's not enough for you, you can enter the monopoly game with Elon Musk and everybody else and make your business and all this stuff. So we need to somehow do that everybody has that as a token of appreciation of the value that every human has. So every human is existing in nature. You should have shelter and food. But for this, you would need to have a plot of land because the alternative is still to be a part of the system, like what they're talking about, what they're already introducing it here and there, the universal basic income. But that's also keeping you tied to the system. So, But it's still better. It's a beginning. It's a beginning, Zorina. It's a, it's, it's something that is a start. You know, nothing happens from, especially in systemic. We systems were great. We did systems. System helped us a lot. Just we, it got too long and we forgot. Over generations, we forgot it. Mm. So this is a slow step back. I don't know anything about universal income, uh, but I say. The point to not trust humans that they gonna be lazy and all this stuff is completely false. I can only say humans want to work. We all want to work. We tinker around. If we don't tinker, you have to, the CEO that works 60 hours a week. What does he do on the weekend? He works in his garden or works on his car, getting his hand dirty. We need to do tactiles. That's why art creation has all the answers. Mm-hmm. It's a blueprint for how humans can interact. In a symphony orchestra, you never, you never, in a, when you, in a symphony orchestra, if the light doesn't work, if the oboist is wrong, and you can have the best conductor and the best violinist, and you can have the best house. If the curtain doesn't open, it's not, it's a no-show. And what is happens in, in systems, in man-made uh, companies, the, the sea level has no clue how humans get exchanged on a bottom floor uh, or even managers like a cog on the wheel. This doesn't fit the culture. Let's take another one. And they just lose it. And if they can go back and have, say, you know, I'm not starving. I'm not, you know, I'm my, my family's surviving if I have the job or not. Don't you think that would be such a fulfilling way to create I think the way we create is so tainted because we are always working off a lack. It's never enough. I mean, if we assume that uh, this is a first step towards improvement, yes, but if it's a first step towards further control of the system, then I I doubt it. So it really depends how we take it from there. uh, 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 Zorina, Mm -hmm. we can think about that when if there's some open discourse, you know, if I'm the government and you and we, you and I talk, we can think, okay, so you are the, representing the humans. You say, Michael, hey, what's going on? You know, I don't want the people to become more dependent, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, they are already dependent from uh, from all the technology, you know? We, you know, the, the, we are, if we are money dependent on technology, it's really, ultimately money runs everything. Uh, so, I think to have give rather than give him social welfare and all this stuff, give him a plot of land. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100. 
but we need to see how this is going to be done and how we do it the most humane way. And the first thing is to have him survive is to give him money in a way that he understands it. I also am not for, uh, I'm for not going to war, but I'm to be social, to have, uh, I like uh, David Brecht's uh, theory of having a year of service, you know, uh, before you enter the work world and having a, a year of service when you are retired. And uh, I, I love that, you know, that that it, that is a great thing because I know humans make you better. Even if you think you're the last loser and now you're retired and nothing, if you have to somewhere to go a couple hours a week, mm-hmm. that makes you, that it changes everything. I was in a different mood before I talked to you, you know? <laughs> Sorry? I was in a different mood before I talked to you, uh-huh. you know? It's always a, you know, uh, humans... Mm, it's so fulfilling and it's so expanding and I haven't talked about this way, this, this, like with nobody else. And if you and I wanted to repeat this, this same talk, we couldn't because it's in the, in the talk is the, in the moment is the fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Is the person that you, uh, that you just mentioned that you just quoted, uh, has this system been implemented anywhere of the one year, um, uh, uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, no. David Brecht, you can look him up. He's, he has a podcast with uh, Marcus Lanz okay. and David Brecht. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a philosopher. Right. And I like his, uh, and it is discussed because he discusses it with all the, the I, I like what he says. Uh, uh, and it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me because I know if you are away from humans, loneliness is a killer Mm, because you're driven to be inclusive Mm -hmm. and look what systemically people do with old people they're not you know disposing of them basically it's terrible yeah Yeah. Mm. yeah and this and it's how great to have them but but they already give up because they said i'm this age and i should be falling apart it's a lie too Mm. in the amazon there is there's 70 year old people who look like 30 mm. it's all systemic everything is systemic and we need to think ourselves out and you know there's old people that can be totally fresh you know yeah. and happy right and and they have a lot to say you know mm-hmm. i didn't have anything to say i had something to say but not much when i was 25 when i was in my prime work for thing mm. i had not much mm-hmm. to say but now look what we say we covered we fixed the whole world right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And it was yeah, a very, so... very fulfilling conversation as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh my God, we work. Now I need to relax. I need to. Do... Yeah. You need to relax to digest your the digest, conversation. That's right. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but you don't, they're like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I don't feel my body. I'm so whacked out, you know? Mm-hmm. You know that in Austria, actually, um, there's the uh, I, I read some statistics on uh, suicide rates and uh, it had been deteriorating over the years uh, as well as in Switzerland but in Austria specifically and the highest rate was of um, elderly men who live on their own in villages in remote areas and that's exactly because they don't communicate they've got nobody around to communicate yeah that's the biggest yeah. killer of people yeah loneliness a bit loneliness. and lonely you know what what the biggest uh this is something your listeners will love. 
it's not on systemic scales, but when you look it up on, on Google, it's the biggest factor of longevity is friends and relationships. Mm -hmm. The biggest. And now in America, I'll tell you another story. In America, in the 60s, we had double as many friends and uh, 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 friends and uh, uh, acquaintances as now. Yeah. We have half from the 1960s. The average American has half of the people, friends and acquaintances, and that's not going to be different in Europe. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. It's Yo, so it's sad. Absolutely the same. Absolutely the same. I I know how life is, so people yeah. don't communicate. I don't communicate as often as yeah. I used to. to yeah, the and you. Yeah. And that's your longevity factor. You, the fulfillment of your life. That's why I say don't go for success. Don't go make, I make no goals. I said, this is what I want. Obviously, I said, if this feels good, whatever. And I want, let's say, work for a company. Then I said, okay, this is our goal. What, who are we? And then just focus on who we are. And then the sister success will come from knowing who you are, you will make the right decisions and they will not be, okay, am I risking now? You will say, okay, that's aligned with who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, and, and you will do the right decision and that will be a symptom, success and money will be a symptom from that. Yeah. Michael, thank you so much. It's been a lovely conversation. I really enjoyed it. Uh, where can people find you and how can you help them with their worries? We just, I think they they can find and talk to me, but I think this podcast alone will just. It's just a. I am, I am what I preach. I'm not doing something different. I'm exactly what I say I do. I don't have a car for twenty years in California. Uh, I do what I what I preach, and uh, I. Uh, yeah, michaelm.com, Michael with two L's, michaelm.com. So if they and, want to contact you, for example, for um, every, yeah. consultations and everything, uh, uh, um, speaking gigs. They everything, yeah, that's my, that's my email on it and everything. And also they know you, so you know me, we have a connection, so they can go to you or to me if they can't reach me, but you can reach me. I mean, I'm on every social uh, media. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sorina, for giving me a blank canvas to paint. <laughs> Thank you for letting me paint with you. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast.
podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.